Hey everyone, this is Matt and welcome to another Overflow Pod. We are in our reset series where I hope you have all made the decision to press that reset button and start fresh. Now last pod we saw that God is in the transformation business. It's what he does and he wants to transform you into what or who he intended you to be. And after you experience the first reset of your life, that is if you want to call it salvation, that's to turn to God and realize you can't live that way anymore. And so you ask God to forgive you of all your sins, past, present, future. And he does. And he puts all of your sins, the price of them on Jesus. And he pays that price. And he brings you into his family and you reset your connection with God. That's the first life reset. Your life takes a big U-turn and it begins fresh. Now, throughout your life, you can have many resets in many areas. You can have a reset in your health, in your relationships, in your marriage. You can have a reset in your career, in your finances, in your parenting, in the way you deal with certain kids. You can have a reset in your energy and literally hundreds of areas in your life. And that's why we're doing this series, pressing the reset button on your life, because it is the perfect time, especially with COVID and everything. And that kind of paused our lives for so many years. And even now, we still haven't gotten back to what we were. And we don't want to get back to where we were. We want to be something better bigger, stronger, whatever. And so if you missed the previous pods, go back and listen to them and then come back to this one. Because changing always starts with choosing. See, until you start making some choices, nothing's going to change in your life. If I want to be a healthier person and get on with my life, but in the mornings I don't feel like getting up, you know, till I absolutely have to, well, there's, that's something's got to change there. Changing always starts with choosing, and sometimes these choices aren't the easiest. Your ability to choose, your ability to make moral choices is actually one of the greatest gifts God has given you, given all humans. It's part of being created in God's image. The ability to make moral choices is what makes you different from animals. Animals don't have moral choices. They don't have right or wrong. They have instincts instead of ability to make moral choices between good and bad, right and wrong, better and best. Now, your choices shape your life far more than your circumstances do. Let me say that again. Because in our society, we are conditioned that our circumstances matter more, and that is not true. Your choices shape your life far more than your circumstances. You can overcome circumstances. It may not be easy. You may have a harder road. It may be dying near impossible, but you can by making good choices. They're just difficult. As I said in previous pods, you're a product of your past, but you are not a prisoner of your past. You don't have to stay stuck in your past. You can change. You can reset your life by making good choices with the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you do that, if you make good choices, you're going to see good results in your life. But if you make bad choices, You're going to suffer the consequences in your life, bad consequences. So where do we start in our life choosing the right choice? Before we can change our behavior, we need to change our thoughts. Choosing what you think about, how you think, what you allow to be in your mind, that's the starting point. The first step to a life reset is to choose what you think about. Romans 12.2 says this, Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but let God transform you. That's a reset. God transform you into a new person. How? 
by changing the way you think. God says, I will change your life when you let me change the way you think. You have a choice to make. Am I going to choose to let God change the way I think? Or am I going to keep on going, repeating my mistakes? When people want to reset their lives in some area, or if they want a fresh start, they usually they think of the first thing they need is, I need a new location, change of venue, new scenery. Well, a change of location, it may help you, but it's not the first thing you need to change in your life. It might take a while to change your location, but you can start changing your mind right here, right now, where you're seated, where you're listening to this pod, wherever, whether you're driving or walking, listening to it on your phone, whatever, to reset your life, to have this transformation, to get a fresh start in any area, career, marriage, relationships, health, whatever, to reset your life, to press that reset button, the first thing you got to work on is your mindset. Now, what do I mean by that? How you see yourself, how you see your problems, and most important of all, how you see God. See, if you don't change your mindset first and change your location or a change in scenery, it's not going to help much. You know why? Because you could go to Hawaii, but you take whatever is in your mind wherever you go. So if you have stress, it's in your brain. And you go to Hawaii or anywhere else, and you're taking that stress with you because it's stress between your ears. You may need a vacation in some beautiful spot in the world because of the pressure that you feel in your mind. But if you don't deal with the mental stress first, you're going to take it with you. And even if you're laying on that beautiful, picturesque beach in that location that is to die for, no matter where you go, it is still there. Because the stress doesn't leave. So there are three reasons you have to begin any change in your life to change your mindset. If you want to reset your life, there's three reasons you have to start here in your mind. So what are those? Number one, the Bible says, because my thoughts direct my life. Proverbs 4.23 in the today's English version says, be careful how you think your life is, notice this, shaped by your thoughts. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. Every action in your life, every reaction in your life, everything you feel and everything you do starts as a thought. It all begins in my mind, in your mind. And if you don't think it first, guess what? It doesn't happen. Now you can use this truth, this fact, this reality for good or for bad. Because good thoughts lead to good behavior and good actions and bad thoughts lead to unhealthy behavior, unhealthy habits, unhealthy actions, and unhealthy reactions. You see, the truth is we don't realize how often we sabotage ourselves. We sabotage our own success by the way we think and by the way we talk to ourselves internally. You're talking to yourself all the time. You're talking to yourself right now. Does this make sense? Is what Matt's saying true? Or is he full of it? Now, God tells us in his word, the Bible, as a man thinks, so he is. You cannot reset any area of a relationship. Like say you have a relationship problem. It doesn't start in the relationship. It starts in your brain. It starts with the way you think. You got a problem with the habit. It doesn't start with the habit. It starts with your brain. Why did you start doing those things that became a habit? You got to start in your thoughts first. So first changing how you think about money, how you think about sex, how you think about food, how you think about your life. The future, how you think about other people, God, your work, everything. The first reason is the fact that my thoughts direct my life. Now, this morning, I got up 
And what could I have for breakfast? I could have a lot of things for breakfast. Now I ate eggs for breakfast. And you'll be like, well, I can eat it because it's it's healthy for you. I eat egg whites, I should say. I never eat the yolks because I don't like them, number one. And number two, it's just fat and cholesterol. It does have some protein, but it's, there's really not much in there. And it makes eggs go from 16 calories to 70 per one. And I can eat like 10 eggs versus two and a half whole ones. So I like the egg whites. I've always liked the taste. I'm weird. That's okay. But I like it because of the taste. So I ate egg whites this morning because of the taste. Now, if I change the way I think, and my problem is I want to get better healthy, I want to get better on a diet, I want to work out better, then I think then I need to change the way I think about food to, to think about it as fuel. The only reason why I eat is not to have fun, but for fuel for my body to perform the tasks. So if I'm going to put the right fuel in, I'm going to look at it and say, okay, I need food that has vitamins and minerals. I need all those antioxidants, whatever, all the, the protein and carbs, and I need some fats and I need all that stuff and I need a certain percentage of it. So I'm going to eat the right food. So my, my reason for eating egg white changes and that, that gives me a better outlook on life. So later on in the day, when I see that bad food, I'm going to be like, Ooh, that's not good for me. Like right now I'm watching my heart health. So it's really easy for me to go, Ooh, I can't eat that. That has so much sodium in it. And that's going to be bad for my heart, all that salt. So I'm going to not eat it. Because I'm looking at my body as a machine that I need to feed versus, oh, that's going to taste good. I'm going to enjoy it. And because of that, I'm going to eat healthier if I think of food as fuel. So in order for me or anyone to diet properly or to instead of saying diet to eat properly, we have to view food as fuel. Now, there's going to be some times that we can say, hey, it's OK, I can, you know, eat something bad. But that's a those are on the outliers those are extra if you will and so if i want to lose weight the best way i can do it is say i'm going to put just enough fuel in for me to do everything i need to do and not overfill my tank because if i overfill my tank it's just going to turn into fat so i have to change the way i think before i can change my behavior now here's the second reason you have to start with inside your brain to make any change it's because the struggle happens in your mind. My struggle, your struggle happens in your mind. It's where it starts. You may not realize it, but every second of your life, there's a battle in your brain. Right now, there's a battle going on in your brain constantly. It's a mental battle. It could be between right and wrong. It could be between what's easy and what's hard. It could be between good and evil. It could be between doing what's healthy, making a healthy choice, or doing what's unhealthy, an unhealthy choice. This is constantly going on in your life. And you see, stress is a mental struggle. Depression, if you're feeling down, depression is a mental struggle. It's a battle. And so is every other negative emotion. Anger is a mental battle. It starts in your mind. Fear is a mental battle. It also starts in the mind. Jealousy, resentment, loneliness. All mental battles, all starting in your mind. Addictions, discouragement, low self-worth, which is so prevalent in our society because we constantly see others that are better than ourselves and we say, oh no, I'm not worth it. It's a battle going on in your brain. And let me tell you, that's just not true. I, I wish I could go into more of it here, but I, I see this all the time. And some people really struggle with low self-worth and it, it makes no sense. 
Because if the God of the universe is going to send his son to down a cross for you, your worth is immeasurable. So stop comparing yourself to other people. That's all I got to say. You're worth more than you can imagine. You're more important than even you realize. Anyway, all of your internal conflicts, and by the way, all of your external conflicts, the conflicts you're having with other people, now guess what? They're not starting in, in, in that relationship because of a behavior. They're starting in your mind. James 4.1 says, what causes fights and quarrels among you? In other words, why do you get in conflict with other people? You know what the Bible says? It says this, they come from the conflict desires, the battle inside you. There's a battle going on inside your mind between conflicting desires. And that battle can continue in your mind. By the way, even when you're sleeping and you have a restless sleep or you have bad dreams, that battle in your brain can go on for 24 hours a day. One of the things I love the most about God's word, the Bible is about how gut level honest it is about our human nature and about the internal battles that all of us face and fight literally every second of our lives. See, we often battle in our minds over what's right, the right thing to do. And we're wondering, is this it? Is that it? And sometimes even when we know the right thing to do, we can't even do it. And that's a battle too. Paul, St. Paul, the Apostle Paul, probably the greatest Christian to ever live, the greatest person to ever live besides Jesus himself, was gut level honest about his mental power. And this is what he says, Romans 7, 22 and 23. Paul talks about the battle in his brain. He says, I love to do God's will so far as my new nature is concerned, but there's something else deep within me that is at war with my mind. War with my mind. That's the battle in your brain. And wins the fight and makes me a slave to sin within me. And in my mind, he says, I want to be God's servant. But instead, I find myself still enslaved to sin. That's like the holiest Christian who still falls short. That pretty much describes all of us. So we're all in the same boat. There's a battle in your brain. You're not alone. You're just one of us. And sometimes you're conscious of it. You can feel the tension. But a lot of times you're totally unaware of the competing thoughts and desires and goals that are in your brain. But this is a major cause of mental fatigue. And it has been going high during our crazy response to COVID where we just shut everything down. Oh, the battle raged and we lost it a lot. The reason why this battle in your brain is constant and is intense is because your brain, your mind is your greatest asset. See, without your brain, you're not you. You are your thoughts, your will, your emotions, your soul. Without your brain, nothing's going to happen. If you're giving your life to Christ, God's spirit is in you. Satan can't control your mind. But he can make suggestions. Those suggestions are powerful. That's the only influence Satan has in the life of a Christian. He can put thoughts in your mind. He can get your attention. That's a pretty big deal. Because whoever gets your attention gets you. That's what advertisers seek. They want your attention because then they get you. He can't control your mind, but he can put thoughts in your mind. And then you have to decide, am I going to accept it or reject it? All right. Why are we talking about resetting your mindset before we're talking about resetting your life? Because my thoughts, your thoughts, direct our lives. And number two, our struggles happen in our mind and our brain. Now, here's the third reason you have to start changing the way you think to make any change in the areas of your life. Number three, it is God is where God's spirit works in me. So where does God's spirit work in your life? In your fingernail, 
in your liver? <laughs> no, God's spirit works in your brain, in your mind. Now, it's interesting, both we, and of course the Bible does too, we often use the metaphor of our heart as being the place where God works. And you say, I invited Jesus into my heart. Well, technically, heart is just a symbol for your brain because it's where you think. God works in your brain. God works in your mind. God works through your mind, and God works suggesting thoughts too. So if it's in your mind, that God begins the change process. We just say heart. It's where the reset takes place. Ephesians 4, 23 and 24 says, let the spirit change your way of thinking. So what's the result of it? Verse continues, make you into a new person. That's how you reset your life. It starts in your thinking. You were created to be like God. This verse is Ephesians 4, 23 and 24 is one of the theme verses for this series. And if you can, I urge you to go home, write it down and memorize it. So let me read it again, because it's very important. Let the spirit change your way of thinking and make you into a new person. You were created to be like God. So how does that work? See, when Satan suggests an, an idea in your mind, we call it temptation. When God suggests an idea in your mind, we call that inspiration. But it's your choice. Every moment of your life, what to choose, what ideas you're going to hold on to, which ones you're going to reject, whether I accept or reject a temptation or whether I accept or reject an inspiration, you get to choose what ideas are going to control your life. Romans 8, 6 says this. If your thinking is controlled by your own sinful ways, it leads to death. Yeah. Verse continues, but if your thinking is controlled by the Holy Spirit, that leads to life. You get a choice. I'm going to have life and peace in my life or I can go to a dead end. So these are the three reasons we have to start this series and start today by talking about our mindset before we change our behavior. Because nothing in our lives are going to change until you change your mindset. And that's why I have yet to do a podcast on actual change, even though we're on the third week in January, because I think it's so important that we need the foundation laid before we start, because we constantly jump ahead. We constantly say, okay, I'm just going to change. And we just start on our behavior. And that's why we fail. So I am focusing on our mindset. So if you want to join with me and change, and you might have already started, but I want you to work on your mindset because if you don't attack your thoughts, you're never going to succeed. So those are the three reasons we got to focus on. And next pod, we're going to look at three choices you can start every day to press that reset button in your life and your mind. So I hope this was encouraging to you. God bless. And I'll see you in the next pod.